Pulpery is brought to you by the goddamn sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. <laughs> you, you say that, and the, the ladies I work with, swear to God. So we go to work, right? Whatever. No big deal. Last Christmas, we went to Christmas dinner at Zia's. Yeah. And me took some medicine, got there before anybody else, ordered a double scotch, sat down and hung out with them. And recently they were like, they call me writer or, yeah. or neighbor. Yeah. The, oh, nice. Even better. Neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> so, uh, neighbor, you ain't been the same since you, we sat around and I was like, we broke bread. <laughs> fucking talking about it. I brought you meatballs and sauce <laughs> we are family now. yeah family now welcome to Pulpery's Nerdcast where we run down what we are currently watching focus on the most interesting stories in TV movies and video games and get mad about the smallest details Start, start pants, yeah. All right, I'm going to find that. <laughs> I'm asking for that for my anniversary. Oh. And a tattoo. Well, yeah, so, and then real quickly, while, or yeah, while you're pondering that, I was going to, or you saw a little clip of it. Keeping in the TV soccer realm, the, uh, uh, this will be my point out for Welcome to Wrexham. Okay. And, uh. I've seen some stuff where people are like, it's just a Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhinney, like, well, hey, look at how cool we are. No. But at least from the, yeah, I told you. Oh, you son of a bitch. From the standpoint of particularly somebody who's recently, like meaning in the last decade of their life, gotten into international football, it's a really interesting series to see the inner workings of a team from like an yes. ownership standpoint. Yeah. And all the shit they got to go through in trying to get get this team out of fourth tier. And so, like, first episode was, like, they buy the team and they, you know, and they just kind of see how the operation's moving and they shit the bed and don't get promotion. So then they're like, all right, we're going to get rid of half the team, get a new manager. You can't do that. Well, I mean, like, from some of the early players in there they were it was kind of you know and it was sad because it was it's fourth year so these some of these dudes it's their last chance at making money and playing and playing football so but yeah, it's that sucks. but it's it's that point of like they bring in a fairly high goal scorer that uh, mullen guy they brought in a like second tier manager and i mean that in terms of like you know, I know eight English about. football. Yep. Who had 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 already gotten two teams promoted, which uh, like just to get one is of a feather in the cap. Yeah, to do it with two squads, especially with a a team with yeah that the population is what did I say sixty five thousand right. in Wrexham, Welsh. Right, and so yeah, that you're you're trying to take a Welsh team. One of the few Welsh teams that's in the in the English soccer system in, in their yeah. yes and trying to get them get them to move forward, and you know and they just a, get they also got to get like they they had to get a a, a I mean essentially a president of football operations going. God, why didn't they call me? Oh, I mean, 
for fourth tier? We yeah, don't we don't buy that. enough gin apparently. So um, is that what they drink over there? Well, no, it's that's what Ryan Reynolds. That's his side gig. Is he's got his own gin company and a tel a telecom company. Yeah, and wow, uh, Ryan and you're gonna be a dad again. Yeah, and they he's got killing it. They man. got TikTok to sponsor the team. And well, fucking yeah. done. So I mean, it's it's fat. I mean. From their standpoint, their thing is they're using their celebrity to get money coming into the team. So, which is smart business yeah. model. Yeah. A completely smart business model. But they got to redo the whole stadium. They had to redo the Yeah, whole that pitch. stadium, I think they've got um, better the, stadiums in Texas for yeah. high school football. But apparently the one in Wrexham is the oldest operating, like, international Just, football stadium. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ, yeah. do they still have bleachers? Yeah. But they've been condemned, so they gotta like <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And fucking Is that, Well and what I do like about it, like there's there's a lot of similar storylines. Granted they're worse for Wrexham, but a lot of similar storylines that were in the Leeds Le- documentary. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. Uh, the Juventus one's the same way. It's yeah. just those I guess what we're saying is if I have a chance watch one of those football documentaries based on a club. Yeah. Who else had one? Was it Tottenham? And Arsenal. Yeah. Well Tottenham's had one and Man City's had one too. But that don't you don't have but, to watch Man City. But those are the all or nothing ones. Those are it's that's it's what, not about that's what you them rebuilding. Was. Yeah. yeah. I it's like I like the Juventus one, but that's one you you actually have to watch it because it's ninety percent in subtitles. So. Yes, it is. Although the more I've watched that, I pick up on words, so it's not sure, that yeah. bad. Well, that's fine. Wrexham. Yeah. So uh, you know what? We'll, we'll just stay in Middle Earth and talk about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was low hanging. This low hanging fruit. Yeah. Are we in the all-white Middle Earth or the diverse Middle Earth? No, we are in diverse <laughs> Middle Earth. I I know there are a lot I hate of people. A lot of people out there who hate Fuck it. Fuck that shit. I'm sure there are a lot, but Middle Earth is diverse. Yeah. Um, and the they uh, the elf that is currently prisoner. Yeah. Is a and I in don't the, know in the orc gladiator pit. Dude, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> that fucking that his storyline. I love it. Yeah. And we both nailed it. That. I'm not female elf in the city. Yeah, her uh, John Snow is totally the ranger, <laughs> right? He's like the son of a king. He's he's royalty. Is that what we're trying to figure out here? Yeah. So, well, I mean, we're they they pulled out a lot of stomps yes. for this episode three. Like, yeah. So with the yeah with the mysterious mariner, yeah, he's the he's. He's the heir to the throne that sided with Morath yep. in the battle. So look, he which is he's a bad guy. Yeah, and we got to see Numenor, which was the city that or, or yeah, the, that's the that. race of humans that um, um, fuck Aragons from, and then they just out of nowhere just drop a Sildur in our lap. Yes, and as a as a midshipman, and, and then. <laughs> You know what? That's exactly what he was, was a midshipman. Yeah. Fucking tie knots and shit. 
Yeah, right? Like fucking... No, he's not a lieutenant. <laughs> you know, like working the sails on the jib, like, you know, tack this. Oh, we gotta shine the teak. Yeah. Um, oh, second. So, the hair foot feet. Hair foot? Yeah. They are totally hobbits, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they are the people who become the hobbits. Right. Officially. Yeah. Okay. And I know we mentioned that after the first episode. I was like, oh, dude, they're totally hot. It's got to be, yeah. Yeah, And then this, they, it's just they leaned into it a little more. They're trying to get to, they didn't call it the Shire. They called it the. Well, remember, that, like, at this point, they're still nomadic. Right. They're, they're yeah. migrating. Yeah. But, and they're trying to get to nowhere yet. But. Well, if I remember my Middle Earth map correctly, the Shire's on the far west okay. on the other side of the Misty Mountains if we put it that way but, you know how I know all uh, that Led Zeppelin I'm kidding <laughs> I'm kidding I'm but yes and that the same fucking map shows up a million times in the movies and in the TV show yep now. And, right that's what I was just about to say because the it's not a sigil anymore it's a fucking map which makes way that more was, sense I we should have seen that coming. I know. Man. I know. And, but, but in the same way, like, it was revealed to the character. You're like, oh, yeah. like Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, That is the Ring of Mountains of Mordor. But then... They had it. It was always vertical. When they turned yeah. it sideways, I went, oh. Uh, that's what it meant. Especially when they started it saying that that's where the tower is and shit. Well, and then, and then when they do those cutaways to the to the eastern or like the east fold or the eastern land where all that yeah. shit's supposedly at yes so i'm assuming it either whether it's this season or in subsequent seasons you're going to see that area turned into mordor right because it's not mordor yet it's not it's at least it's, it's a habitable just, place it's the eastern seaboard yeah it's the delaware <laughs> of middle earth right hello i'm in mordor <laughs> So where are you at? In Delaware. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if there was... Well, and then, of course, too, there's this mysterious Numandorian king. Am I even saying that right? I don't I don't feel like I'm the, saying that The right. tall guy who's with the hair feet who finally spoke? No, or, so I I think our I'm still confident in our initial thing, and that's Sauron. Okay, that's what I thought, too, like um, being reborn or right, whatever yeah. yes and he's he's relearning because i mean he has to be using like what, what he's saying and you don't get like the rumbling yet but right. like the dark tongue or whatever they call well, it. well and that's why he happened to murder all of the fireflies yes yeah. yeah like he doesn't know it but that's just what he does but when they're in that library in the in the you know, human city. Yes. And the and Isildur's father is talking about how the king was forced out. Oh yeah, yeah, and but he's was and still he's, alive and supposedly living in a tower somewhere. Yeah. He's been. Yeah. And remember, like Aragon's people live a long time. Like two, they're, they're like Vulcans. They live like two hundred. They don't live years. forever like elves, but they live yeah. just as long. Yeah. So. Yeah, so he's in a tower somewhere, Rapunzel style, yeah. exiled, but still there, and nobody right. has no idea that he's still there. And apparently knows all these secrets and shit. So. Right. 
Like so he's literally being locked up like yeah. Rapunzel. Yeah. And so the woman who is the Galadriel. The, the is she Are you the, talking about the elvish woman or No, 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 no the okay. queen of the who who was she supposed to be? It's almost like it's like a magistrate or like right. a, um what they call John Noble's character of uh, Gondor, the steward. She's like a steward of the yeah. of the because oh, hmm. they kept asking of like Numenor or whatever. It right, is. they had to talk to her first, right, to get to the king. But right? they didn't. Yeah. But then they found out that it there was is stopped. no king. Right, that's and what that, I'm saying. But but the king is still alive. He had to. He was driven away. Right. But the whole point was they were trying to get there, and yeah. you're right. The steward makes much, way more sense because yeah. or that's something what she's along doing. those lines. Well, yeah. I mean that makes yeah, yeah. yeah some she's in charge. Person, she's the whatever. assistant manager, <laughs> which she is, right? Like yeah, lieutenant. <laughs> so, but this, it, I I found it interesting. They didn't go back to uh, the dwarves. Because I really no, wanted yeah, to see yeah. what was going on there. Well, there was he, there was no Elrond in the in this last episode. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. They, they left that. I mean, maybe we'll get it. Like episode four is like all dwarves. I hope so, because it looks like they're they weren't bouncing around a lot. Like this episode, yeah, it was was, like a, yeah. was straightforward. It was about them at the city. Him being, you know... The, well, even the cutaways, too, were about orcs and showing the land that's eventually going to become Mordor. Which, which so. was the orc uh, coliseum yeah. that yeah. we saw. Mud pit. Yeah. Which I love that. And I, we always knew that orcs had their hierarchy or whatever, but it's still good to see that that's... They, they follow the chain of command. <laughs> and they're they not, also... They're not animals, dude. Well, but they also have, like, they still have the New Zealand-Australian accents like yeah. they did in the movie, so they kept that canon, too, which is, well, canon in the, the movie sense, the, the, the yeah. movie universe. I thought that was that was yeah. cool as well. The dirty people have the New Zealand. Right. That's so, it's like, hey, what do we do? Oh, we'll just take, a, and Peter Jackson didn't mean it that way. That's no, where they that, filmed. That was all the acting. Right. Like, and they're like, oh, they made again. We'll get to the uh, the racist trolls later. Oh, yeah. But why do why do they all have Australian accents and they're dirty? <laughs> that's that's fine. What? So, I, I'm interested to see what goes on because it ended with we're just going to call it now Sauron speaking. Yeah. As they're migrating in Nori. Yeah. Hey, I got it right. Um, she actually wants to hang back. Right. Which, the well, lead up to that was, oh my god, we can't get left behind because we'll die. And they even mentioned that, like, yeah, you're exiled, you'll be left behind. That's and it. I think they're going to, she, if I'm projecting correctly, she's going to be the start of the family line that ends up with Bilbo and Frodo. Oh, good like, call. There's that, you know, there's that clan of yes. hobbits that is not, like, They're actually still wants there, to explore. But, yeah, because even their house in the Lord of the Rings was outside yeah, of, of... town. Right. Yeah. So, oh, good call. That but makes sense. But they always want to, like, 
they, they have this drive to the the natural go instinct the Shire. to yeah. not just migrate from place to place to ultimately end up at the Shire. Yeah, which I'm assuming that's well, we won't get to that. That's a long way away before <laughs> they get there and turn into the Shire. Yeah. So real quick, She Hulk. Um, I'm getting impatient. Well, I mean, there was a wonderful teaser in this. Oh, well, of course. Um, and don't get me... The the Taylor yeah. was awesome. The MVP of the episode. Yeah, I meant that we're... And as I ramble on about it, I'm, I want to look... I think I recognize that actor from somewhere. But so then, did I, but I, um, I, I didn't know who it was. But the Taylor aspect, the superhero Taylor was... Yeah, so when, when we were... Or when I was, you know, uh, looking at trying to find the Marvel stuff. Yes. From the from the last conference and shit. I was scrolling through and there there were a couple of uh, like on Screen Rant they were complaining about this last episode and I was like, "Well, that that's interesting." What was the complaint? Well, I I think it was was that it it was kind of like a like the premise of it was like a petty premise like, you know, somebody taking her name and profit, but you know, it was this kind of like you know, a powerful woman versus, you know, yeah. a, uh, a social media person with a vocal fry. But again, I thought, I thought they handled it, um, in a very humorous yeah, way. The, the social media, I wanted to punch that girl. Oh, Titanium. Yeah. yeah. Or Titania. Her, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. With her She-Hulk snake oil. Well, like all of the brands were hilarious. Oh yeah, and then I mean, and how she gets out of it, She Hulk gets out of it, and that she has to have all the Tinder dates, which is show up, fucking beautiful. And, and then they put the cherry on top at the end when she was like talking to her attorney, and her attorney was like, nobody, not many people would have humiliated themselves oh, yeah. just to win a suit. Well, and that um, it it is keeping him with the theme that they're doing, and that they make men look terrible. Yes, <laughs> Which every I single one of them. I'm not I'm not mad about that. Fuck because it's no, like... you you should lean into that more. <laughs> Seriously. And. Uh, but um... I. Like I just I keep waiting and waiting and waiting for something. Well, do yeah. we even know what's coming, or is this this is what it is? It's more of a, a I don't want to call it a sitcom, but you know what I mean. Well, remember, so we are at nine. So they have it listed as nine episodes, and we're at five, right? right so we're at the halfway point. So I'm assuming the da- the daredevil scene, ha- yeah, was the, the, the helmet is is the precursor, a transition, to, yeah. Like we've got it established that she is now She Hulk, an attorney. Right. Who has finally embraced it. She's got her suit now. Which maybe that's what that's what we were trying to figure out. What does bring Daredevil out to the coast? He's got to pick up his new outfit. So there it is. And then shenanigans and Although I'm, I'm upset that they didn't have the... Uh, or maybe they tag team a case together. The guy... Oh, that sounded dirty. I know. I, I, was, I meant it too. <laughs> but who could it be on the West Coast? Well, one of Kingpin's people's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be the West Coast Kingpin's yeah. partner or whatever. Or maybe, you know, or maybe they they have to defend Echo or something like that. So what happened to... Although she's a New York person, though, too. I uh, Well, maybe she she committed a crime in L.A. Yeah. 
Um, I'm upset that they have now gotten rid of Daredevil's OG Taylor from the, his TV show. He was making the bulletproof suits for yeah. Kingpin. He didn't die, did he? I don't think so. Maybe it's just the helmet. Yeah, because he came back to him in that show, and yeah. he went from the the red to the black. Yeah. And he was still going back to yeah. that guy. Yeah. I like the black Daredevil. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was partial to the uh, the sweatpants with the ropes, the Muay Thai ropes on his hands. That Daredevil was a badass. That was, I get you. I think you know how mine mind work. I, I won't remember any of that. And it, we watched it like 37 <laughs> seconds ago. Well, so if I think, we do it in order, I think Secret Invasion is the next thing. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So, and we didn't see anybody other than Van. God, that was hickey. <laughs> other than. If you, yeah, that was my... Hey, y'all, we're talking about Marvel. Hey, man, you know those superheroes. Um, fuck. There, there was no one... It, it was like Sam Jackson. Yeah. Right? Nick Fury and uh, Agent mm, Hill. Is that her name? Right. Uh, uh, the actor's Ben Mendelsohn, the guy who plays the scroll. Yes. The main scroll. I know. Yep. The well, the main to us. Yeah. Um, but we there were no superheroes, there were no Avengers or any other Marvel again, no. quote unquote, heroes. I think. Uh, and I would you would expect like, Rochambeau, Rambo, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah. her, would show up. Or yeah, Ms. you might Marvel. get some Marvels in there. But, right, yeah, because yeah. they make the most sense in the Secret Invasion Cree-Scroll yeah. army uh, You might war. definitely get a Captain Marvel pop-up. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Because, um, well, and you, you could it get It could a, be the setup, too, for, like, the Galactic Avengers. God damn it, you took <laughs> the words out of my mouth. And also the tie-in to the Marvels. Marvels, yeah. right. They would say, yeah. Um, so we and we don't know anything about it, and that's the next one. You've had teasers. You had the cutscene where was it after Loki, where it was the two shapeshifters who you thought, yeah. Well, and 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 you had the end of um, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Is that Remember, where it was? That's where we find out is it actually hadn't been Nick Fury on planet Earth. Thank you. It that's was, what I was talking it about. It was Ben Mendelssohn's scroll right. character. And yeah. they also the cat is coming back. Yeah. So which Well, we gotta find out what the fuck the cat is. <coughs> we don't know. And it's been there, but it has been confirmed. That's fucking okay. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm about to say this. The cat has been confirmed 
to show up in this TV show. Yes. And we're excited about it. We're excited it. about a feline. So A CGI feline. Right. It's not even a real cat. You know why? Because you can't get cats to do anything. It's like that video game right now that everybody's... Like freaking out about where you're just a cat that runs around the street. And I, I get, I get that could be fun, but I don't want to know. Well, we say that, and it's like we're we're deeply engrossed in like building a fake Middle Earth medieval character. Correct. So, My you know. character is I, what I thought was OP. <laughs> Come to find out, not uh-uh. even, not even close. That's what the not game is. Even fucking. <laughs> Close. Fucking Elden Ring. Anyway, assholes. <laughs> so, um, I I I don't know. And then after that, it's and I know we had this written down somewhere. It's the uh, the Wakanda Forever one, right? Yeah. So there's no tie-in. It's almost like what Lost did at the end of season three when they showed a funeral and you don't know who it is. And I'm eight episodes into season four. Who, who the fuck is Jeremy Bentham? Thank you, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> But Marvel can pull one of those, and you just because they've got so much coming up. Well, and that's why, like, I totally get a lot of what I'm reading, and say, and of course, like, nobody knows anything yet. Yeah. But there's this anticipation of, like, right now with like even with She-Hulk of like, okay, what's it? What? What's what? it doing? And I. Go ahead. And I say really, it well, no, I really do think with this time, like in in ending phase four, moving into phase five, this is like Kevin Feige being like, you know what, I'm gonna fucking Francis Ford Coppola the shit out of producing right now, like. So this this is the. Uh, I'm gonna we, make you what, think Fredo's okay, and he's not. What we like, refer to in in sports as the transition time, he's just gonna throw everything at you. Or you know, or yeah, I mean, knowing it's going to work. If we were, if we were equating it to, not that I mean, not very long ago, I mean, what was going on in the WWE before the announcement of Vince McMahon's uh, capades? Allegedly, (laughs) right. And then the fallout within that, and then emerging from that with with Triple H, and that's. That's, so we, we did Endgame, right? And it has been stated, like, that's it. No more Avengers. Full stop. Right? Right. And then you've had all of these TV shows with the Lokis and the Wandas and She-Hulks and all of this stuff with... Has there been a movie since Doctor Strange? Uh, no. Well, Thor. Is Thor after Doctor Strange? Yeah. Okay, so Thor. God damn, I'm sorry. But, like, so, people forget, but, like, confusion can be part of the overall story. Like, it, it, It's like a magician, right? Yeah. It's misdirection. Keep them busy. And I know we talked about oversaturation before, which, yes, it could come in, which is, you know, my, you know, pettiness with She-Hulk is like, okay, where the fuck is this going? Yeah. My impatience, my ADD, but y- you almost get the sense that that's kind of what was happening, and then they come out with what was it D DC three? What was the name of this fucking Comic Con? 
Well, I mean, it's MarvelCon 2.0. Is that what it is, is, basically? But that's all they are. It was Marvel and Disney. Yeah, they need to to do what Apple does. Just fucking hold your own convention. Which is kind of what they did, With your own dude in jeans and fucking... And that's what they did for this, whatever they call it. Yeah, but they take over every... But, like, I guess where that one was, like, Disney's... Or is Disney... Oh, that's why it was the D whatever three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright, Deep Throat 3, got it. <laughs> um, and not the informant. <laughs> no, not at all. But I think it's... I'm, I'm you know... Of I'm course. not normally an optimistic person. Yeah. But I look at this... I'm not, I'm not looking at it in the same way that you are in that... I would, I would... And I don't say that because I absolutely love Faces 1 through 3... Um, oh yeah, but at the and same I, and time, don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on anything, but but I do think it's instead of Feige and everybody else in the MCU ripping everybody into these different styles. Right. They're. I mean, they that the, people are getting pissed because it's this slow process. But it's like at the same time, if you're all of a sudden introduced like a DC type universe like a really dark marvel you, universe you, you can't, can't rip the band-aid nope. off on that fucker which makes sense but and if you, you ease it in with multiverses and multiple storylines and, and, and you stuff need like space that, yeah she always says just ease it in just the tip um so you had the end we're gonna have to cut that out so that's staying in for the end of the the end game for lack of a better term, yeah. till what they're building toward, which is clearly Kang, right? Well, it's it's not With, just Kang. It's no, it's, it's multiple. Because now we're talking high about high arching villains and stuff. Doctor Doom. Well, and then we get right, the Celestials have to come that, in at some point. Well, and, you got to do that with the and if you got Doctor Doom, yeah. If you got Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four, you're going to have the Silver Surfer. And then and what the fuck was that Planet Eater? What the Galacticus? Call it? Yeah. You have to have him, um, and then, uh, and I mean, it's happening. It's happened multiple times in the comics. There's multiple versions of Thanos. So yeah, that's so the slow build. And again, I I may complain about this. Could we get like a dude Thanos played by Jeff Bridges? It's like, hey, man. It's like Thanos with the hey, goatee. Man, enough with all this aggression, man. This aggression will not stand, man. It won't stand. Yeah. Ooh, and then he's got, like, an alien Walter as a sidekick. As long as he has an alien Samuel... I mean, not Samuel Jackson. Um, Donnie. No. No, 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 no. God damn it. Anyway, back. <laughs> yeah, you got me off track there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was thinking about the guy who was in Roadhouse. Oh, fuck it. Can continue to talk. I, um, I, I'm going to find this out real quick, and then I'm going to jump out the window when I see the name. Because <laughs> it's going to bother me. Well, fuck, Marcy. Now your amnesia is passed on to me. The next one we watched was... Um, Sam Elliott. Oh yeah, yeah. there has got to be a Sam. Oh, the stranger. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the watcher. Yes. Yeah. It could be Sam Elliott. Oh my God, we just figured (laughs) out who the watcher needs to be, because you don't need to see him on screen. I I, well, Jeffrey Wright's voice is good enough for that though too. It is, but you just give him a bit of a twang. I I guarantee. 
guarantee you Jeffrey Wright can do a little bit of a Texas. Can acting. he do Morgan Freeman though? Oh. Or would that be too much? Yeah, no, we need to ponder that. Like, we need to ponder all of this shit that's well, that, happening. I mean, that's a wonderful question to ask. Where could Morgan Freeman fit in the MCU? Well... He's the Silver Surfer. <laughs> oh, my God. If you don't bring back Lawrence Fishburne, Morgan Freeman, and be like, you know... Because yep, you can't do you can't do Sam there Jackson. There was a time when... <laughs> right. Um, okay, we just cast uh, Faggy's Silver Good Surfer. Lord. Yes, and fuck indeed. Okay, so <laughs> fever dream aside. <laughs> yeah, that was that was but but again we're, we're like Dennis Hopper in Apocalypse now. Oh it's over here. No, like, it's I'm right. like man Oh don't worry man watch out. Uh, he's, he's the he's the master, he's the visionary. There he he's the visionary. <laughs> See he's all seeing. What what you don't understand, man, is he Okay, I'm gonna stop. Um so then we go to that we'll get to Wakanda, which Oh yeah. There couldn't be a more different the the standout of everything else. And I'm not talking about that I, I and I I don't mean standout by okay, this is gonna be the best movie of the bunch, but the one that doesn't fit in the puzzle with everything else. Sure. Right? It's it's a different type of movie. Well I think we're I think the plan is Wakanda Forever ends Phase Four. Right. Well, you you yeah. have to make it, yeah. and I think they've said that. But you have to make that the end because you got the final string thread yeah. will be how do you move on from Black Panther, yeah. and then you can go forward from there. So yes. And I'm I'm honestly looking at it as, in my mind, it could be the greatest movie in the MCU or they could try and cram so much into it it could be that it becomes MCU vomit on the screen it could be uh, Captain America Civil War yeah or Guardians Part 2 yeah it, there's or I still love Guardians Part 2 though okay Thor Dark World yeah no where I'm where the reason I say that is, is that I don't feel. I th where I think Thor: Love and Thunder just it got close to this edge, but it didn't do it. Where they were, just, it was too much. Um, where they were just like throwing like way too much at you, and you're going like, Wait, "What the fuck's it. happening?" I need to watch it the second time. Yeah. But yes, I get it. They they. I felt that or way maybe in the they theater too when, much into when they the... got to Omnipotent City and Thank it was you. like and it was just like oh wait hang on and then it was like twenty or like ten minutes later and they're gone and going like what the fuck just happened yeah and in in that point Korg turned into a pebble and and a mask yeah yeah, yeah. um okay okay we digress yeah that's but... that's before he met Dwayne. <laughs> Man, and Dwayne, he loves Dwayne. Um, Dwayne better be a fucking character moving forward. Or I'm yeah, salty. I agree. So yes, Black Panther. I I hope they slow burn it. Yeah. Because you can't introduce N Namor. Yeah. I don't. I want to call him Namor, but he <laughs> flops too much. <laughs> so Namor, like you, that's not a a villain that you just hastily throw onto the screen well and 
correct me if I'm wrong, but Namor eventually becomes... Yeah, he's part of the, the crew. Yeah. He's like Aquaman in the... Uh, right. So it's it's a Justice bad guy League. they turn. I could very well see it. And, or so this is what my worry is, is that they're already introducing Namor in the preview. Right. So what if there's a bigger, badder villain? And then all of a sudden it's like we're in... Um, what, or, you know like Joel Schumacher's Batmans where you have oh, eight villains and you, you're you going can like, cross yeah. there there is a line to cross That's what I'm saying like is well, that... the, the the DC movies did that with Lex Luthor and then you put uh Abomination no he's Marvel uh Yeah you know who I'm talking about Doomsday yeah Thank you Yeah you, you just well, you no, pile just, too much like, on Batman is a is a or the you know the 90s Batmans are a classic example. Like, when Tim Burton left off, it was like, okay, you had two. Right. Penguin and Catwoman, but, they, but Catwoman's a good villain. She, she's the tweener. She's a Stone Cold Steve Austin of... Joel Schumacher takes over. You get Two-Face and Riddler, and then, like, the last one you had... Well, don't or, forget Poison Ivy was in well, there, too. Well, that, that, that was the last Joel Schumacher one was... Poison See, Ivy, Mr. I put all the Joel yeah. Schumacher's movies together. Yeah, I ball it up trash. and throw it in the fucking garbage. But you had like Mr. F- well, and or sorry, uh, let's take Spider Man as well. Like, yep. the, or sorry, the Amazing Spider Man. Where they try like, to throw in everyone. By the end, yeah, you had Paul Giamatti and as Rhino, and, and everybody <laughs> knows how much we love Paul Giamatti. We love him, and, a Russian. I mean, yeah, but right, you went. Which through of course, a, a, you know, you 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 need the teen teen sex symbol. Of course you fucking do. He's the one who made that movie watchable. (laughs) For the five minutes. Love you, Andrew Garfield. Um, He was in there at the beginning of the five minutes, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got seven minutes. He bookended that movie. The director knew something. It's been a while since we talked about some Paul Giamatti. But anyway. Again. Um, So after that, after that, it becomes hazy. Yeah. Because you've got. The Marvels. Well, we watched some uh, fan edit trailers, and those weren't good. Yes, um, not at all. Well, like, like you said, so you have Ironheart, so we have the next round, of, or the new Iron Man coming up, and then what was the uh, Armor Wars, yes. the War Machine, and apparently, I would assume Ironheart's going to be involved you, you in that. You have to, because yeah. that's how you lead into... And I'm hoping that the fucking kid from Iron Man 3, who was also at the funeral... Is involved in that? Oh, in right, some way. because he showed up in Iron Man. Was it just three where yeah. Tony Stark landed and the kid brought him back? Yeah. That was just three? God, yeah. why do I think he was a reoccurring character for some reason? Well, because he showed up at the funeral in Endgame and everybody's like, you know, who's that random dude? And that everybody put it together. Yeah, and, and it was, it was like, the kid. Oh, well, then. And of course, it's Marvel. They don't do anything. Like just that, because unless, yeah. lost, I'm learning. Yeah, on the <laughs> sixth watch, uh, it's more confirmation at this point that nothing is done without purpose. Right. Yeah, whether it's someone in the background or, or whatever. So, but real quickly, hard pivot from Marvel. Yep, and I I I do just want to get it on tape here. Willow looks. Amazing. If they don't bring uh, Val Kilmer back in Mad Morgan, some, Mad Morgan's got to come he, back. He better show up. I don't care how far in the future it is. Canon hasn't mentioned how long the Willow race lives. 
What? <laughs> but you would have to think. Is is there canon with Willow? I no, mean, it's just the movie. Yeah. So and maybe it's a couple obviously of like, been twenty yeah. something years because the baby is now grown. But Sorsha's still alive, so you would assume Mad Mardigan's still alive. Right. Exactly. I mean, maybe they, they the split. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Which apparently these assholes would have been much better with is fucking Ariel, the Little Mermaid. Can, can we please? Okay, so it's getting, it's getting a little out of control. It's almost ruining my nerd, because it's not just that. It's the Rings of Power, and it's Star Trek, House of Dragon, and yeah. it's Star Trek. Even though Star Trek was the, we talked about it last week. Yeah, the very first show in the mid seventies, late seventies, seventy sixties, late sixties. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, or if I mean I might be wrong, but it was like you know sixty eight or sixty nine was when the doesn't first matter late sixties yeah. early seventies. But you had the you had an interracial kiss. You had yes, you know, I, or I the don't want to go into the diverse. Yeah, you had a Russian, yep. an Asian, an alien, uh, African American, or an African woman because she she wasn't American, um, and uh, you know, a, a kid from Iowa. Yep. And running the whole fucking thing. And then a hodgepodge of like Andorians since and then, fucking shit. Uh, like that Shatner has probably had relations with every color of human, not human, every color of species. Oh, Kirk did, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Captain Kirk. Yeah. Uh, and the universe. Shatner, apparently, not so much. But, no, you know, no. Kirk. But he does yes. love his horses, so. Well, there are a lot of things. That, never mind. Um. <laughs> But it, it it's it's starting to drive me fucking bananas about people hating on the and it's not woke. It's just come on, man. Well, what I don't where it, it's it's where fantasy I find, or science fiction. It's a yeah. fucking fake show. So, like with Star Trek, in part I can. Without you know, without moving into another but before you realm. Start, did it start out with the hate, or did that grow? As far as I know, no. Is that I mean the 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 Star Trek that I entered into when I was a kid. That's what I was like, gonna say. It's just like Next Battlestar Generation. Galactica. It was yeah. like me older, mid eighties. Like yeah. that's and I, I. Granted, I was young and I was naive and I didn't give a fuck, but. <laughs> I don't remember it being a... No, even now, was, looking back on it. It was this idea where, I mean, particularly Star Trek, it was, a, it was a utopian future. I mean, I would think more people would have an issue with the, you know, the idea that there is, like, capitalism is viewed in the Roddenberry universe as an evil. But yet, like, I mean, there's there's people of all different political persuasions that love that show and but they harp they now want to harp on transgender or you know like pronouns and shit like that like there's a transgender wrestler in aew yeah 
Like, well, and even even in uh, Next Generation, there's a uh, it's not a famous episode, but there's an episode where Riker uh, woos a member of a literally a gender fluid planet in which they they have no sexual identity. No, it's just they're they're they exist. Right. And um and then he brings out the femininity in this cuz he's the he's the next generation Kirk essentially. He banged so everybody. So who played him? Uh that was Jonathan Franks, the guy with the frakes with the beard. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, got it. He banged everything in the galaxy. He was between the uh, Picard guys and Kirk, right? No, no, no. Uh, Frakes was uh, Picard's first officer. He was his number one. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And, how did uh, I not know that? Okay. And so, um, but you know, it's just like. Yeah, we're not getting all deep or anything. It's just, it's more the... The thing that I find bizarre is, like, the Tolkien stuff. Is that it's a completely... Like, you're not ta- you're not projecting humanity into the future. Oh. It's a completely made-up thing. That would be, like, people getting pissed at C.S. Lewis because, um, uh, what's his... What's the... Or the the lion, yeah, yep. He's and they're just going like, the no, it should be. It, that's not a jungle cat. It should be a panther. And you're yep. going, like, who the fuck gives a shit? But they it didn't specify from in the, the story original version. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it. writings. That uh, none of that shit was fucking specified. Tolkien or even that the House well, of Dragon, like even if yeah, even if George R. R. Martin and Tolkien are like you know these like, oh I want to create white fantasy worlds they never wrote that in no I, I never then, remember saying other than the elves having white hair yeah but that doesn't that yeah. that it that nothing about anything else mattered well and and that Rings of Power is controlled by the Tolkien family. Right. They uh, nothing gets on that nope. show. They did not sell the rights. If his grandchildren them. don't say, "Okay, that's cool." Right. They still own the intellectual property. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's not like they sold yeah, the property like movies work where a writer sure. sells the rights to a movie company. And um it's like that's just it's what's so crazy. And then so then that brings us to Little Mermaid of going like, "All right, well, and there, and I even saw something where some uh, podcast dude was talking about how a mermaid in the ocean could not have that pigmentation. And you're going like, first off, it's not a real fucking thing. Thank and you. also, if we were to take it from real lore, they would be demon-looking spawn that eat fucking people. They're, they're sirens. Yeah. Who who were like the scariest thing to a sailor, right? In the earliest versions of quote unquote mermaids, they had beautiful voices, but they looked like fucking Satan spawn. Exactly. That that that's it. And to the the counterpoint to douche douchebags, they wouldn't be that color. Like, so you're telling me that all of the octopi and fish. <laughs> And all of the shit that leaves lives, you know, a hundred yards under the ocean yeah. are dark. 
because there's no fucking light down there. Give me a break. No, the, or that's why they're white or something like that. No, that's it doesn't like work that. like that. No, it's and it's just it's. I I just hate that these shows are getting dragged. Yeah, the, these good. They're not shit shows, and I haven't seen The Little Mermaid yet. I'm just going off source fucking material. Well, have you seen the? the I mean, well, fuck it. I mean, we're already getting into heavy shit anyway. So there's a there's a video out there of a bunch of yep little girls of color S- saw it like watching freaking it, freaking out. And actually, I mean, there's a couple of boys in there. Yeah, and it's you know what my daughter like, did. She loved it. She went, oh my yeah. goodness, there is a real live li- Little Mermaid. Yeah. That's all she cared Who about. Who gives a shit? She didn't fucking see anything else other than, that's a mermaid, and she's singing. Yeah. That's it. But she still has red hair. Who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> Fuck's sake, people grow up. But that video was, I, I mean, I know we're, you know, we're, we're blah, blah, blah. But anyway... Yeah, and we won't, don't mean to get deep or anything. This this ties into our, our show overall. Is these really really good shows now? I mean, even She Hulk did it with people bitching about the way she looked or her height. And like, yeah, or that or that she's fighting somebody like like she has this sort of like competitive right kind of you know or you know what would be seen as like a petty female thing but at the same time it was just you know again i didn't see that have you seen thor and loki's fucking dynamic they are petty as fuck what's a dick measuring contest right (laughs) that's what i'm saying so like but we're totally fine with that but if it yeah but but when it comes to like all of those marvel movies well it and getting can, back to whether it's sci-fi or fantasy element, like that's what boggles my mind is that it's supposed to be, I mean, f- for lack of better phrasing, like our better nature. Like you're supposed yes. to be projecting your better self into these stories. And what we're seeing is, and and again, the also going back to what I said last week, it might be one or two people, but then uh, news and, of course, the Twitterverse pick up on it. Well, the thing is, it gets and they amplified. Go, oh, can you believe this? And, and then going, it gets shit on. Yeah, just stop fucking talking about like, it. Like, and and I, I guess our our biggest thing is, it, you're taking away from these excellent, excellent stories, beautiful stories, of all, all just because you're nitpicking. Well, and that, because of your beliefs, it also makes me think of. And I mean, and this is like the reverse of it. Like, oh, if this happened today, but I keep thinking about, like, if this if this mentality had existed when they rebooted Battlestar Galactica. Oh my! If people God. Have been like, how dare you have Edward James Olmos in a white role? Fuck like, you! Yeah, and and I know you haven't really. I mean, I've seen enough. Yeah. Uh, the first. Do you see the miniseries? Oh yeah, yeah, that's the opening. I've, yeah. I've seen the many. So it's like, and you're telling like the these same people nitpicking this shit to death. If if the reboot of Battlestar came out now, they would have been like, oh, oh no, like dude, they would nuke it. Or that like, Starbuck is a woman and not a dude from the A team. <laughs> oh my Christ! Sorry, face from the A team. 
He so, was fantastic. Either oh, way, yeah. faces the man. Yeah, face faces the man. So, I I I, I don't know. I, I guess my point about all this, not to get too deep, was enjoy, just enjoy the fucking movies. Enjoy the content. Like you, you don't need it all black or all white. It's it, it's the point of stories are the the gray area in between the character development no matter what fucking color or ethnicity they are right yeah i'm, I'm character I'm, development i'm trying f- to think of um it was a while back but you know i had a uh, co-worker of mine they started getting into kerouac oh and um you know they were you know they were talking and, and you know and again it's or you know same as like whether it's like led zeppelin or jim morrison at a different <laughs> stage in your life you yep. look at different things actually where it's like i'll go with the doors comparison oh um, yeah, okay so when you're really young you think like jim morrison is this prophet yep like oh the lyrics are amazing and you get a little older and you go the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah, the the music, I, and I love the Doors. What so was nobody get upset. And then you get a little older, and you go, "Oh my god!" Like fucking Robbie Krieger and John Densmore are fucking amazing. Yes. And um, then it becomes the Manzarek is an amazing keyboardist. And then you come back and you go, "Oh well, if you take if you don't take Jim Morrison so seriously." And you fit his lyrics in with what the music's doing. So, oh, it's a fucking genius little art don't piece. Real, so, all right. <clears throat> so, normal and, structure of a band, right? Singer, guitarist, maybe second guitarist, bassist, drummer, electric guy. Yeah. Keyboards, noises, whatever. This fucking band did it without a bassist. Yeah. Or the bass player was uh, Manzarek's left hand or his foot. Right. Yeah. And we're not talking about him, you know. No, yeah. But, exactly. So if you can get past that. And then Led Zeppelin was the... Well, again, like... Oh, my God. These, you get into that issues. because of the fantasy epics and stuff like that. And then eventually you go, oh, like... Oh, they stole everything. From more, yeah. From yeah. blues artists. And then and then you start breaking it down. And you go, well, fucking John Paul Jones is one hell of a bassist. Uh, yeah, I think... And also mandolin player and whatever else. And then and John, John Bonham is, dang, you know. You the word out of my mouth. I mean, I've never seen a drumming documentary or talked to a drummer that hasn't said, like, you know, it's whether him. it's when the levee breaks or, like, good times, bad times is and, not, and, like. Right, and then you go through the history of, uh, God damn it. You got Dana, Dana Carey of Tool and it's a guy's name from Rush. Neil we Peart, just, yeah. We, we just went completely off. But, you oh, know, yeah. you get drummers of this statue saying, your boy was good. Well, or or to get back to or, around the original thing is, is like, and you know, the whole idea, whether it's music or fantasy or, or whatever, it's like, enjoy it for what you want to enjoy it. But at the same time, like, I, and I don't know, I mean, I would say, it, like, music was a good channel for that. Is that other people enjoy it for other reasons. Right. Like, I I now meet people who are Doors fans who still think, like, that Jim Morrison is this amazing poet. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with, our, with, with, like, Jack Kerouac. Like, when I was young, it was, he was Horatio Alger, and it's 
travel the world. And then as I get older, it's like, oh, it's this sad dude who is has this homoerotic relationship. And it can't be happy with anything he does. He's just constantly moving. Yeah. Yeah. And you figure that. So it's, I guess what we're saying is, stop being assholes and just enjoy it for what it is. Yes. And if you don't like the TV show, don't watch Turn the TV the show. Turn it the fuck off. Go back don't... and read the books. Go back and read the comic books and shit like that. Nothing. Well, I was saying, it's like there's there's people that are pissed that in Sandman, death is a African American or in uh, a a woman of color. She's not African American. She's British, but. Yeah. Um, but it's like they're pissed about that because in the comics it was, you know, an the emo guy. white girl. So, like, real quick, I didn't realize that Lucifer, the TV show, was a Neil Gaiman show. Yeah. And people were pissed off that he wasn't Lucifer in the Sandman show. Neil Gaiman was like, I don't give a... F-. Basically, he said what everybody else says because he has zero fucks to give, whether yeah. he's wearing cargo pants or not. <laughs> That I don't give a fuck what you say. This is who I think Satan is, Lucifer is, and this medium. But he's got a really good. I don't know if it's like GQ or something, but it's one of those like ass Neil. That's Gaiman, probably so, yeah. what I what I saw. Well, and I I always forget he wrote a you know sort of a synopsis on Norse mythology, like and like oh, like a serious fucking book. Yeah, like I, about I need, like yes, I need to read that. And but but in the same little like questionnaire thing, and, and he's going like, look, like all these stories are the same, and uh, like and they're borrowed from here and from there, right? And people change them to fit their needs, and like and again, that's what like or pr- particularly fantasy books and fantasy stories before they get made, like I get that, like you adapt it to your world and your universe it, it, over the th- millennia. Yeah. But also stories have been written. You like you've got to read the room, and write it. And you're not just writing it for the masses. You're, this is how I feel in this moment in time. And even for us, like there's shit that we've talked about on this show, like from the whether it was back in episode one or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully we're gracious enough to go. And I I think there's been a couple of points where we're like, oh, we were totally fucking wrong. Oh, I say it all the time. And, I'm always uh, wrong, but it's like yeah. I mean, like it's my charm. I, I mean, I, I I always say it to students of mine: you don't want to be the same person, no. Like over and like you want to be able to evolve, right? And we're getting more into life lessons here, but at the same, it doesn't time, matter. We're still basing well, this, but that's what sci-fi and fantasy, fantasy is supposed to be about. The like, point is, it's either to show you what how shitty fucking things can be, or what the penultimate of of existence can and, be, and 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 enjoy it. Like, don't hate. Oh, this person's brown. Yeah, I don't like that person's act. Like that has nothing to do with the story. That's the point that I'm trying to like the story. Yeah. The characters doesn't matter, like that. Go, you just said it. Go back and reread anything, and and sh- point out to me where one of the descriptors of a character. There are very few of. This is what Kali did. Yeah. That, well, particularly in sci-fi and fantasy. Right. It's like. 
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>